0: DigitalDarren.com, today is May 11th, 2019, and for most of y'all who listen to Digital Darren, y'all may not know that I'm on another podcast, Two Brown Boys Talk Toys, you can check it out at TwoBrownBoysTalkToys.com, and basically, like the name says, it's me and my brother from Plastic and my brother from another mother, J.L. Horton, we talking toys, action figures, comics, all the nerdy stuff, because before I'm uh, Sports guy, I'm probably more of a nerd guy, comic book guy, anyway, and as always on Digital Darren. I got Calhoun with me. What's up, Calhoun? What's going on, my boy? Chilling, and you know it's only one thing big enough that can invite, that can have, that can allow us to, the two brown boys to invade, digitaldaren.com. and it's Avengers Endgame, so I got my brother from two brown boys on, J.L. Horton, what's up, bro? What's going on, brother? Chilling. And again, like I said, it's all Avengers endgame talk. I had to bring in one of the pros, which is Jail. And then, I, of course, Calhoun was going to be on. So it's going to be a fun time. We're going to have the two brown boys invade Digital Darren. It's all endgame talk, spoilers, everything. It's been, what, three weeks? So you should have seen the movie by now if you're any type of comic geek, any of that type of stuff. When you say that, Calhoun.
1: If you're any type of human being, I mean, my God, what have you? what have you been doing?
0: Yeah, but the line's been crazy or whatever, so, you know, people have an excuse right now.
1: Hey, I went first week. No no reservation tickets. You can do it. Through Jesus Christ, you can do all things. You should have been able to see him guy. All
0: right, so this is all Avengers full speed ahead. Let's get started. Like I said, we got Digital Darren invading for those Digital Darren listeners. I mean, for those two brown boys listeners, we got two brown boys invading the Digital Darren podcast. So... Let's go on to get started. What were your thoughts about the movie? Calhoun, I'll start with you. It was so paramount that you got two
1: shows coming together to do it. That's my thoughts on this. My thoughts are, to me, and we spoke about this before, it's the best Marvel movie to me. Marvel movie? I like it. I loved it. It gave you every range of emotion. I love how they tied everything in. Um it was a beautiful. It was well done. Action scene was unbelievable. The story was amazing. Even the time skilled Tom Hobson, even the tragic endings of some of the characters. I enjoyed every bit of it.
0: Jay, what about you? What were your thoughts on it?
2: Oh, it was amazing. It hit every nail on the head. Uh, I don't know. It was a great culmination of twenty-two films. It was a. It was. As close to a cinema masterpiece I guess as you could have one, in my opinion.
0: So this is where I come in and I'm sprinkling shit on y'all nice Sunday. I think it was a really good movie. You're right. This is where I come sprinkling salt on y'all Sunday. So I think it was a really well done movie. I think it was a great movie, but I think it was eh overall. So I'll give you this analogy. I think it was like. We all get together and we go get sandwiches and we get the best grilled cheese sandwich we ever had before we go to this little niche restaurant and they make grilled cheeses is artesian bread is top notch cheese. They even grill onions and put on the grilled cheese and you sit there and we eat it and we all are like, wow, I've never had a sandwich. this good. Everything is about it. It's delightful. We all love everything about it. We leave there and somebody asks us, hey, what's the best meal you ever had? Even though we just had the best sandwich we ever had, we're not going to say that's the best meal we ever had. So, for me, that's how I feel about Endgame. I think it was an amazing movie, but I think it can only be so good because it was a conclusion movie. And some of the stuff you kind of knew going in. One of the things that were obvious to me very early in the movie was that they were going to use time travel in some type of way. Was that obvious to you guys? Cajun? Calhoun, no. I say was it obvious that you they they were gonna use time travel?
1: No. No, it wasn't. I mean I didn't know how they was gonna do it. I know where you what point you're talking about when they killed Thanos.
0: Yeah, that was very early in the movie. Were you glad were you shocked that they killed Thanos so early in the movie?
1: Uh, yeah, it came out of nowhere. I didn't respect it. I didn't respect what they did.
0: What about you, but Jeff?
2: Yes. after the suits and seeing little promos of here and there and stuff, and then that time travel just Ant-Man and what she said, uh, just everything. Yeah. What? what I, there's only two like lame parts to the movie to me. Okay, what would they? It's one kind of like the rat is the hero of Endgame, because if it wasn't for the rat, then none of this would have happened.
0: Okay. You're talking about what he make, accidentally knock on the machine and bring right. Scott Pym back. Okay,
2: yeah. Right. Yeah. So if it wasn't for the rat... So the rat's the hero of Endgame. And then two was, like, I understand now because they're, like, saying it was a throwback. to like an A-Force comic cover. But when they tried getting all the females together, that felt like a really forced, like, Brie Larson move. You know, like, oh, all of us girls need to be standing here together. I don't know. That just felt forced.
0: Oh, the A Force where all the women were together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, like when they...
2: I heard it was like a like an A Force throwback. And I understand that, and that's that's fine. That makes it seem tolerable then. But if it wasn't an A Force throwback, that would have been felt like too pushy.
0: Okay, but what about them killing Thanos so early? Were you shocked to that? Were you like, oh, that made sense. How did how, how were your thoughts? On, what were your thoughts on that?
2: I mean, it was awesome. I, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. Okay. All right. So for I me, killed twice that movie, so it was pretty good. Yeah,
0: for me, when they started that, I thought it was, I thought I was like, they have to go back, back in time because they killed Thanos. And I thought that how they did it to tie it back to the first movie where like Thor was like, hey, you should have went for the head. This time he went for the head without any questions asked. I thought that was, you know, I thought that was cool. But Calhoun, to your point, you know, I could see how you couldn't see that. But I thought that the aftermath of that was interesting. Like when they did show like five years later, to me, that was a big plot point. Like, how is it five years later? And like Peter Parker, homeboy, was still in school and kind of how the world had kind of changed five years later. Because you would think like in some ways nature took back over and it was better for the environment, but the world wasn't back to where it was. So how they started talking about like having those support groups, having just the tone of the world was a lot darker. I thought that was kind of interesting. What about you?
1: that's what i mean when i say beautifully written i didn't even think like that because that would not even i didn't even think about that think about if half the people are going it's so much sorrow and the support schools the support groups going around life as you know it changed completely you know it was a huge void there which for hawkeye to being the kind of you know what what is it? What they call those heroes? is not heroes. It's like Deadpool. Anti heroes. That's what. That's what Hawkeye became. Like I loved it. I, I really did. And every part of it. I'm telling you. That's why I liked about it. I did like that they went and killed Thanos and went on ahead and knocked them on out of there. And, and then you see what happened to Thor after that moment. Like his whole thing changed. He went from a gym rat to a couch potato. Yeah, I thought told it. Was-
0: I thought Thor was the star of that movie. I like I loved Fat Thor. Like I thought he was I thought what he brought to that movie was epic. Like I know Iron Man, Captain America kinda of the headliners of Avengers. But I thought them introducing Fat Thor, him basically falling. I think he had a human response, right? Like, you know, he kinda killed Thanos. He was the reason that did, you know, you can blame yourself for why this happened in the beginning anyway. It was no coming back. So you can see somebody just going into a deep depression, like you know, he didn't want to be king of Asgardians anymore. He just fell into a rut. I thought that was a very human response. And I thought that, you know, I seen on on the Internet that people were hating that. I thought Thor was the star of the movie in my mind. Like, I loved every second of what he brought to the movie. Like, he was my star. And like you said, it went from being a... Oh, the world is such... Like, I remember they threw one clever line here. Like, you saw whales in New York City, and then they were like, why? Because there's no people polluting anymore, right? So, just the gravity of what came with what he did was kind of exciting. One of my... Kind of to Jail's point, I thought kind of how they brought Scott Pym back was kind of whack. I thought that that was whack. And one of the things I didn't like was the whole Hawkeyes Ronan. Like, I thought that I didn't need that much Hawkeye. I didn't need that much Scarlet Witch. So, like, they did all this hoopla about bringing him, like, hoopla about him being, like, an anti-hero, but I never really... Yeah,
2: but the only reason why is because he wasn't in the movie at all last time. Yeah. Like, he wasn't in it at all for Infinity War, um, the first one.
0: Good point. Good
1: point.
0: Yeah, he was, but I would have wanted, like, they focused on him like he was going to have a bigger, I mean, he had a big part in the initial plot, but, like, I thought he was going to have a much bigger role in the movie because of that, but, like, it kind of was like, the payoff I got from him wasn't the payoff I was expecting, I probably wanted a bigger payoff, but that's a very good point. He wasn't in the movie. I don't know if, like, in his contract he has to be in so many scenes or something like that, but it just seemed like they just introduced him just to reintroduce him or whatever, which, if you're not watching these movies in totality, I understand. But, like, since this whole thing is kind of tying into all the movies together, I didn't need that much, you know, me personally or whatever. What did you think of him, Joe
2: I thought it was awesome. Uh, I-, I loved seeing him, like, him being, like, the happy-go-lucky kind of uh, guy, either for S.H.I.E.L.D. or on the Avengers, you know. He, he-, he realizes that he shoots a bone and arrow. Like, he gets it and he's next to gods. Like, he gets it. So, he- he's a pretty awesome guy. And to see, like his family, his whole family taken from him, his wife, his kids. um, He goes into a spiral, and it mirrors kind of like the comics. When he goes down the deep end, he goes and becomes Ronan. And so for that to, you know, then to pay tribute to that and show, like, what does a skilled professional assassin do when the one thing that he has that keeps him grounded is taken away from him? What does he do? He says, fuck it, and goes and starts murdering every bad person there is.
0: That's an interesting way of looking at it.
2: Calhoun, did you like something? I love the jailers on here,
1: because now it's not just like, it felt like it was two on one. It was just you and me. <laughs> <laughs> I was out class. I'm not ashamed to say it. I will say this, and I didn't i didn't think about it, because I just gave this thing A A++, you're all right. Because there was so much going in. I didn't even think about the rat bringing Scott back. That was lame. As far as all girls scene, I mean, that they, that just tribute to, you know, this big feminist movement. I know why, know why they did it, but I'm glad that they did it tastefully instead of just making it to be like they saved the day. You know what I mean? My Listen thing is, that.
2: if feminists were paying to go see this movie and shit, I fine, give them a thing. But they haven't paid. They may be paying to see this one movie, but they haven't paid for the 21 before that. Or maybe the twenty before that, because maybe they went to go see Captain Marvel. They weren't there for Black Panther. They weren't for Iron Man three. They weren't there for you know what I mean. They weren't there for Thor. They weren't there for Doctor Strange. We've yeah, it exactly, seen exactly. Every- so I've seen think-
1: every last one of them itself for um, Captain Marvel.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly, that's how I was. I didn't like Brie Larson the ship that was coming out or stuff I was coming out of her mouth, so right. I I didn't watch it.
1: Right, that's the only one I didn't that's- see.
2: Yep, <laughs> all the other ones we went to the movies and seen. Exactly, opening night for every other one besides Captain Marvel.
1: So, exactly. So let me what ask I, you guys I, this: this. Oh, what, here, Kevin. what I want to say too, D. The best part of what you just mentioned, and which, if you think about it, this how this how complex the writing was. What Thanos did was true. When half the universe is gone, the universe it thrives. Like you mentioned, there's whales back in New York City. The plant life is thriving. There's no pollution. Like people can really thrive in that era. So that's what made it. His plan worked.
0: Well, that's what he told him. He did. And that's what you remember when Nebula was talking to Thor. Like, my dad's a lot of things. He's not a liar. And that's when he said, when they were talking to him before Thor killed him, like, hey. Basically, I did what I said I was going to do. And it makes sense. And it works. Like, it's, everybody's fooled. Everybody's getting all their needs met. And so, and you know, at what price? at what point. It's a fine line between all of this stuff, right? At what point is it right and what point is it crazy, right? You know what I'm saying? And so I think that Thanos, actually, you could be like both sides. You can be like, hey, he, I think Avengers saw him as crazy for what he did. But on the flip side, everybody on other places who didn't really, they could see him as being like the savior, right? Because he saved a lot of lives in different. Like you said, the whales will look at it like, hey. This is a good life for us. we back to living how we used to live, nature. Hey, we're back thriving. Mankind footprint isn't holding us back anymore, right? You know what I'm saying? So that's a good point.
1: Let's get then back. But then to go back to, the, to, go to what John said, said about uh, Hawkeye, that's exactly right. If you do, you go back to the Joker, the movie that he watched, how one bad day turned him into the Joker, right? When we watched that, the movie wasn't that good, but the killer joke movie, happened. yeah. If everything is taken from you, what you can become? He became the Joker. Why wouldn't a trained assassin who loses his whole family—he lost his whole family—why would he not do what he told that what he told the criminal that Went before the game and got him. The world had Thanos. You have me, and I'm gonna kill all y'all. Y'all want to mess up? Yeah, I'm gonna kill everybody. I'll show you. They had nothing else to do and nothing else to live for. He have a skill set. What, what you wanna do? Go start pack, packing boxes or something? Become an attorney? No, it's time to, you got all these spins and this and this skill set, it's time to use it. There's no more evil to use it on. It's time to use it on the ones who see these petty criminals.
0: And that's what it's no doing. more global like he seen real evil, right? A real villainry. Right? Like going against Thanos, like you said, going against Ultron, going against these super mega, you know. People with great ambition is nothing compared to the young guys. So that makes good sense. But it's interesting that you said it. So we go from one spectrum to one guy who's lost everything in Ronan to another guy who hasn't lost anything, which is Tony Stark. Like in that movie, Tony Stark, you know, when they came, you know, to kind of talk about the movie a little bit, they wind up trying to get the group together. Scott Pym comes back and he has a way to they can fix everything. They go to Tony Stark, who has lost nothing in this new universe, right? Like, he's one he's of the few people. Into it. Huh? He's game. Exactly. He's one of the few people in this new universe. He comes out ahead. He has a child. So, the ultimate it's the ultimate conflict. When you haven't lost anything, should you do what he did? Should you step in or should you step out? I mean, of course, you knew he was going to go in. But what were your thoughts on that, Jal, when you, when you realized, like, hey, Iron Man hasn't lost anything. Is that a real conflict? Should he have been like, uh, or, or what was it? Was it interesting that they made it to where he was the one who had nothing to really gain from this?
2: With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> and, and that's almost kind of what it boils down to. He had the chance. He told her like, Hey, I invented this, right? You say something right now. I don't have to go any farther. We're done. I don't have to push it. And, and, and she's like, no, you, you need to. Everyone's owed a happiness, not just us. And so he, he was, you know, the superhero. Like, he did the right thing. How did you like... what they like? The group co- consensus What would, would be the right thing.
0: Exactly. So, like, at that point, what is the right thing, right? So, like, is everybody's happiness greater than my own happiness? Because he said it when he talked to Captain Mercury, like, we have to bring it. We, we can do this, but everything has to stay as it is for me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so, yeah. like... Yeah. That's, he got that point across to everyone,
2: like, hey, he talked to everyone and told Hulk, like, hey, when you snap, remember, you're just bringing everyone back for the past five years. That's all you're snapping. You're not snapping anything away. You're not snapping it to be how it was before. You're just bringing everything back that was gone. Like, that, you know, that was well-established.
0: Yeah, but that's a good, interesting conflict because, you know, I'm newly married. I don't know if I would have did that if my wife would have said that. I think I would have been sending a like, hey, hey. God worked in mysterious ways. You're you not know. Iron Man, though. You exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's the, and that's what you... But what Hal was saying, what great responsibility comes, that's Spider-Man. I'll take another page for Spider-Man. I remember the Green Goblin told him in the first series, like, this is why you don't be a hero because at one point in time, a lunatic is going to give you a crazy option, not choose when he throw Mary Jane through the people. That's what you get when you're a hero. That's why you take your ass home. <laughs> that's why you know that's why you don't be a an hero and what else you don't get married so she give that kind of consciousness <laughs> playboys philanthropists tony Stark he might do it but
0: you know he does for a different reason single time to start does it just to show just to stroke his ego right
1: out of cockiness, but now he's doing it with a with a bigger with a bigger heart with a bigger mindset on it. and he was right out of everyone he had on the loose scarlet witch was depressed War Machine was just doing their rounds. Captain Marvel was out out gallivanting in space. You know, everyone was doing their own thing, but he truly built the the life that really was rich. He was always wealthy, but now he really became wealthy in every sense of the word. You saw he wasn't even in a mansion. He was countryside in a little house. He truly had gained his wealth. And so, you know, those was the stakes.
0: And he had to play the game. How did y'all I like How did you how did you like father Tony? Like him being from being the Playboy Tony to dad Tony. How did you like that Calhoun?
1: I loved every minute of it. It was amazing. The quick wit that he had with his uh with his daughter. Soon he said, I love you three thousand at the end. You should have heard the movie theater. Jay, how'd,
0: like, <laughs> how'd you like dad Tony?
2: I I love that it shows that all playboys can can be great fathers, but but a hoe can never be a housewife. <laughs>
0: Calhoun always say we better than them. I think Tony Stark proved that point, right? Oh yeah,
1: definitely. <laughs> I yeah. love that one. I'm gonna take that one for the river. thank you for that one, Jeff. <laughs> You're one welcome.
0: Was you there. <laughs> that one was beautiful. So, yeah, now we focus on, now we shift focus from, you know, Iron Man and the good guys. Well, one more thing before we shift to Thanos. What did you guys think of the Hulk? Like, him being kind of all-bound, all-Hulk. J.L., what were your thoughts it. on that? I
2: loved it, man. That was awesome to see him as Professor Hulk. Like, just kicking it with the people coming up to him, taking Snapchats, you know, taking selfies. Like, that was awesome. Like, I couldn't be happier. You know, like, you gotta remember, the first movie, we we saw the... We saw him for, what, the first two minutes, and he got beat down, and that was kind of done. And it was depressing for Banner the whole time, trying to fight and couldn't get anything out. So for them to give Hulk this much movie time, like, I was, I I liked the way they went with it, and I was really excited about it. It was pretty awesome. Go home. The the diner scene was hilarious, wasn't it? Right? That was
1: the best. (laughs) You want to take a picture? Come on, you heard it. (laughs) That was amazing. Uh, I liked it. I, but I would have wanted when he got into the because I you know me I love I love when it get when it gets dirty. So when they started fighting, I would have wanted to see Rage Hulk. Although I don't think he could not have done it because he was still injured. But I would have wanted to see Rage Hulk one more time when he's that and then walking around regular the Bruce Banner Hulk. But it was it was I
0: liked it. It was beautiful done. Just wanted him to do more, you know Hulk Smash. So that's why I meant with him. Like, I love the fact that because it goes back to the previous time when he was saying, like, I'm always mad. That's why I, and like, you know, that's the secret. I think it goes back to like now he, he was always trying to fight being the Hulk and now he embraced it. So, like, it shows you that he could be 100 percent Banner. And hundred percent Hulk. They showed you the hundred percent banner part. I wish they would have showed you a hundred percent Hulk call part, like you said, like just him fighting, showing how strong he was and stuff like that. Like even if it was just one scene where he did something crazy. Not even like ah Hulk smash but one super strong thing, like pick up one of those death machines that Thanos used to threw it or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I wish it would've been that. At least one scene of that. Because they gave you scenes where he showed he was all banner with his intellect. I just wish they would have showed you all Hulk scenes with the strength too. But let's forward this. We talked about kind of the good guys, how we got to this point. Let's get to the bad guy. We saw, started- though, I think they may have done that calculator
1: because in all the Avengers movies, he's only been all Hulk Smash. And we've never seen this version of him. No, no, and but the last.
0: Go ahead.
1: The last movie, he wasn't even there at all after he got worked by Thanos. So I think that was purposefully. So it goes back to how brilliant Endgame is. It really did tie ever Listen. You talk twelve years together? 10, 12 years. it's that's amazing to be able to do that. And that's what they did masterfully. And they stayed they stayed on course. Like it wasn't nothing that was crazy. And then there's a lot of little trinkets in it that I still I need to go back and see it again because I still missed it.
0: I yeah, we're gonna get to East Eds years. later. We're gonna get to like East Eds and Trinkets later. Um let's go let's go to you know, they basically Scott comes back and they you know, let's talk about Thanos before we get to the time travel part. of. It. Actually, that's stupid. Let's talk about the time travel and then get to Thanos. what did you guys think of the time travel parts of it? Them revisiting is basically scenes from the previous movies. Calhoun, I'll go with you first. loved
1: it. Beautiful. Once again, you're not going to get too much pushback for me. The scene with Thor and his mom, you can only imagine, you and I, neither one of us have our mothers. To be able to see a, you know, a loved one, in that instance, where you've been missing her, and that, you know, and be able to say some more stuff with her and talk with her some more. Any when he got his hammer back, then the scene with Tony and his dad. Here he is a dad now, talking to his dad before he had him. That was amazing. The only one that maybe, maybe um, you know, Captain America looking at the girl. I mean, you could say the love was lost. Uh, so he was able to do that, but they didn't. Bumping to each other, I like the whole thing they was doing with the whole time travel thing. Like, wait a minute, all we all know all about about Back to the Future. They were like, what? And they went to name and like Back to the Future. and of the other movies. Were like, oh, so all these movies
0: a lot in. So I think it was all beautiful. Jal, What about you? What
2: was the question?
0: Just about the time travel. Like, what was your favorite scene? What'd you think of them time traveling? Like the time previous points and other movies as well. I think it was awesome. I th- the, the, my favorite part was uh,
2: a throwback. I guess to captain america winter soldier when they're on in the elevator together and he says hail hydra uh and, and they just hand over the scepter which it's pretty awesome because that's a throwback to like the comic of what, what's been going on more recently with captain america and he's been shown to be actually to be a agent of hydra so it's fun it's a, just a cool little nod and i i thought i don't know i thought all of it was awesome but that was my favorite part
0: so i thought that it- well, the first one was Tony talking to his dad. Jay, you a father like me? I'm a new father. You, your son is a little and older. That's, and that's one thing too. Let me sorry. Uh,
2: when Thor was talking to his mom, I loved that, but it pissed me off because he, if he, all he had to do since uh, he could have created a new timeline in that in that reality then, where his mom was still alive, all he would have to say is like, "Hey, mom, there's a there's a guy coming for you. that's gonna try to kill you today." All he had to do is just whisper something, you know, do the the, do the Marty McFly that he does for Doc Brown. You know, like, you know, Doc Brown's like, no, don't tell me. He writes it in a letter and gives it to him. And Doc still reads it, you know, and Doc's still alive because of it. So why couldn't he have said something to his mom just to save his mom? And like I said, it would just created a new reality for that timeline.
0: And that's what Captain America did. Right. So like in his own way, like
2: that's confusing to me, though, Captain America, that, that doesn't make sense to me. Because if he went back, that sh- he should have been a part of a new timeline, which would have been different than our timeline. So did he – he shouldn't have been there as an old man unless he used the device and came back as an old man after he had lived his life with Peggy in his timeline wherever he was and came back to ours. You know what I'm saying? Like he went back and he became something he, – he has a new timeline. He shouldn't have been there.
0: Yeah, it split at some point, right? Like, it shouldn't have been no such thing as Steve Rogers' as Captain America in the high
2: time. No, right? because, like, what, he's an old man. What do he do? Did he go back with Peggy Carter? Okay, so if he went back with Peggy Carter, then what happened to her husband? Remember, she married a dude that Steve Rogers saved back in the day. Yeah. He was a part of that battalion. So so did they never get married? So it's like, a, it's a new timeline. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I thought that, you know, I, I would want to say the pause. I thought, I like... So, like I was saying, like, me and you a father. So, I think that Tony to Stark talking to his dad was a good thing. I actually like Captain America because, like, unlike Thor, he did use this time, new time prayer jobs to his advantage. He used it in the Hell Hydra scene, which I thought was incredibly smart. And he used it when he was fighting himself. when He was like, "Bucky's still alive. Because that version of Cap was kicking the Cap from out. The, that old Cap was kicking this Cap's ass. And then he was like, "Bucky's still alive. That's the only way he won that fight. You know what I'm saying? And so, I thought that that was clever for him to use his knowledge of the past in the future to win beat itself or whatever. That was real cool. I thought him seeing Peggy, I thought that was kind of the lamest one, but I, I did like in theory, I did like that. They went back to certain points and kind of the lure of all these, you know, all these movies. I just wish every one of them wouldn't have been up. I know they had to do it, but every one of them. Wouldn't have been oh, I see the most, the person I care about the most type moment or whatever. Did you like that? That every one of them kind of became an idiot convention because they ran into one of the per- ran into somebody they really cared about, like I thought that was kind of whack. I also thought it was I also thought it was whack when they went to the Verma and like um, Scarlet Witch and how guy fought for who would go for the um, Soul Stone. Like I didn't need that. I didn't need that part of the movie. They could have just made a decision and gave me more of the Black Order, or more Thanos, or something like that, or whatever. Because that's one of the things I didn't like about the movie. They didn't establish the Black Order.
1: I disagree. They had to do that. You got to keep in mind now. Both of them have done things and people that they are not proud of. She She's never been truly happy with her past or her road to where she is. And he had already lost everything for to get it all back. He was fine with it and then the atrocities he was committing. Then you have to also keep in mind they love each other because they're very good friends. She's the only one who really knew about his house. So they are truly good friends. So it's not, it's just like if we go somewhere if you go with your brother, you would not go somewhere, and it had to be your life or my life. Yeah, it shouldn't be no, well, you got the kid, well, you good, well, should I die. Ain't nobody going to That's it. That's not what you eat for breakfast, bacon, or ham. That, that's a big-time decision. So it was going to be self-sacrifice, and it was going to be that. So I like that they made them wrestle with that, and they, they had to fight that. And as far as going back in time, I, I, I liked it. Uh, I even liked the point where, they had to go in time, and then had to do like an inception. Had to go in time again. They was already back in time. They already had to go in time, and then Cap and then Iron Man had to go again when he had lost the uh, when he lost the Tesseract, and they had to do it when they did it because all of it tied in. So they had to go to the mushy part of each other because that's where the stones were, and that was already set up in the movies. So that it, it was set up. That's where it was with Thor. He had to see his mom. That's where it was it was with the girl
2: oh. see to, to me they, they paid off so many story arcs for so many of the people it, it sounds like you you're watching a different film than we were it does Yeah, the story it, arcs paid off but for me it paid off so much for everyone everyone was owed that payoff like black widow like she's been there since what iron man 2 Like, she's been in that for the game for a minute, and she hasn't had her own movie or anything like that. So to give her an extra 15, 20 minutes to, like, finish her arc, like, you're killing off a character. If that's been there for so long, like, they're owed. To me, they're owed that time. Like, it was awesome, the send-off to me. And, and yeah, it it sounds like (laughs) you, you wanted, like, the movie, like, a shortened version of the movie that was, like, more action.
0: No, no, I did, actually didn't want...
2: Awesome.
0: <laughs> I didn't want more action. I, so, I've been watching Game of Thrones, and so, like... In this, and, <laughs> I just want to see fights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, like, in this Game of Thrones, like, I'm not going to spoil it, because Calhoun is just not getting on to it. But, like, in... Which,
1: everybody lied, talking about it was good from the job. I mean, I almost done with season three, and it's
0: still slow. So, like, in this season eight, like, the last episode, there's some characters they give a, a arc to, and their arc is just, hey, you go live somewhere else happily ever after. Like everybody, art doesn't have to be them dying gloriously or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Or dying. So like, that's one of the things where it's like.
2: That's Game of Thrones. You're comparing Game of Thrones to the Marvel universe. You're comparing like cinema, movies to a TV show.
0: Yeah, but I just feel like
2: apples to oranges. Yes,
0: it may be, but I feel like I didn't need that much. Like they could have tied. They could have did the same thing and shortened that part up. Like I, for me, for me, but we did. We've been riding this ride
1: now for almost 12 years. We needed to send off. They've been
0: sending off. So did you care What happened to Scarlet Witch? Like, let me ask you this. Did you care what happened to Scarlet Witch?
1: Yes, I'm invested in all of them. She's the one who get Hulk's calm
2: with the the about to set, big guy. Come on, man.
0: She, I would. You know. So, Hunter Haka, I wasn't invested in through as much. Well,
2: you know, I could be honest with you. Out of all the characters, are they the ones I'm least invested in? Sure, probably, but I'm still invested in them, and I want to see a good still see a good uh, a story for them still told. And, and I want to see a
1: good send off. If you're gonna kill, her. I don't want to <laughs> just be. It's gonna be me, and then fall off. and then jump off the cliff. No. She's out there with her best friend out of, out of all the Avengers. Those two are the ones that are friends.
0: Those so are let me ask ones. you this. Because replaying that scene with Thanos and Gamora, do you think the Gamora send-off was... Do you think she deserved a better send-off in her, in her world of Verma than Gamora did She her- didn't know, but
2: you're getting confused. She didn't get a send-off. She came back to this movie. Right. Black Widow's dead after this movie. She's going to have maybe a prequel series that comes out, you know, uh, on the Disney streaming service, supposedly. But she is no longer in the MCU. Her character's dead. But Gamora, after the end game, she's back. She's 2014 Gamora, but Gamora's back. Yeah. All
0: right. <laughs> so we went through time travel. They get the stones. You know, now the plan is working or whatever. So now we fast forward to Thanos. And what is this it? This scared me. Huh? This scared the shit out of me. When Thanos
2: came through, it was like, hey, let him collect all the stones. And we'll just up through. And we'll jump through the portal. Like man, man, Thanos is, that, that blew, that, that, that scared me for a second. Like for a second there, I was like, Holy cow, Thanos may win again.
0: But that, that part was brilliant. Right. So Thanos like him realizing that he found that he did accomplish it. Like think of how smart he had to be to realize, Hey, in another time I accomplished what I set out to do. Like I, that was brilliant. In the fact, that he was able to pick up on it so quickly. And like you say, to go to his point of, hey, let them get the stones. We'll come in and clean up, right? You know what I'm saying? That and to use Nebula because that's kind of a a, a, a um a nod to the comic books. But like that was brilliant, Calhoun. I know you a bit Thanos fan. During that time, what were your thoughts when you saw that type of that level of villainry? What were your thoughts during that? Probably time for number one villain all time. <laughs>
2: Honestly, or <laughs> uh, top two. I'm not gonna.
1: I'm, I'm just not gonna give up on the dark knight. I mean, the Joker was something else. He transcended comic book movies to me. But I don't see nobody else doing it like Thanos did. It was brilliant. His thinking was amazing. Even when Nebula was like, when they had a touchdown, to do what he did, they looped the magic. They got the, they got the memory from the present. day They never go through the old Nebula, and he 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 figured out their plan. And was beating them pretty much to their planet. when they got here, she was like, "What are you gonna do?" I said, "I'm gonna wait." And he was, he was he gonna do it? Bring me the stones." He already knew what he was gonna do. He was, he was, and to have that much brain to go with that much skill and brawn and power—it just
0: it was unbelievable. He was amazing. Yeah, you were saying he was scaring you. What when you thought he was gonna win? When did you think he was going to win again? Like, when he... What part... Where, what part did you think he was going to win again?
2: Oh, when he came through the teleporter and destroyed the teleporter. Or the time travel uh, portal device thingy.
0: Yeah. I can see. When he had Nebula, and I was like, it can't... I was like, he's on another level. They were playing... They were playing chess. He was playing, like, 3D chess or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was playing at a level that... You know.
2: yes and no, it was the lucky coincidence that everything, all that circumstance, like it was lucky. He didn't plan it or anything. Just so happened, Nebulous Network crosswired wired and she fucking sort- circuited and displayed it. If that didn't happen, Thanos would have been none the wiser. Uh,
1: so it was a lucky
0: coincidence.
1: Thanos, it, but the thing about Thanos that's amazing is those lucky coincidences, he capitalized on them that other people just don't do. Like, he he devised strategy and plans on the fly that just... The Avengers was no match for... It takes the universe to take him. Because they were no match for him. Yeah. That's, what, that's what's so amazing about him. He catched on to it like, well, something is wrong. Get to it. Devise what's going on. And then, oh, okay. Here's the strategy. That fast. Like, he, he's made for war. And not just... Well,
2: I was, I was going to say, I don't want to... It was... I don't want to say, but that would be exactly what he did was exactly what I would have done. Like oh wow. when he when he was doing it, that's a I was in the army for a little bit. So what he did, I when he saw that, I was like, Oh shit, he just let him come to them. And that's exactly what happened. Like as it was happening, that's what I was thinking. But that and so
0: But I so you know, got realize. a keen mind like Thanos. That's like that's brilliant though like anything, right? You make other people do all the work and you just come in when it's easiest and win, right? Like well, who,
2: when who he saw, the, he, when he saw job, her talking did it was obvious. Like, he's like, Oh shit. Like they're back in time. Why is Nebula back in time helping these people? He saw enough of a clip that allowed him to put it together. You know, he didn't have to be a super genius to figure it out.
0: Yeah. Well, so fast forward, he hacks Nebula. Like we say, they come in, they wind up getting the stones. He gets the stones again. Like, let's not underestimate that. He gets to uh, a point. scary again. <laughs> yeah. He gets to a point where he can win again. And yeah. and that was kind of crazy. Like, that's one of my flaws. I wish they would have, like, again, going back to what I wish the movie would have been, I wish they would have, instead of having that longer scene with, again, Hawkeye and Black Widow, I think, I wish they would have had a scene showing Thanos conquering a planet before he, like, I wish they would have introduced him earlier in the movie than toward the end. Like, just showing him doing some Thanos-type stuff on a remote planet, you know what I'm saying, as he's trying to find his way to the stones, you know what I'm saying? And I wish they would...
1: There was nothing for him to do. You talking about in the beginning before he got his head chopped off or you talking about...
0: No, no, like... It could have been in the middle of anywhere. Like, once they introduced him, they could... I wish they would have introduced him kind of somewhere in before where, like, okay, in 2014, he's over here conquering some planet or something. Like, I just wish it would have been more time with him, and especially the Black Order. Like, a st- like I know, they, I know they spent last movie establishing what Thanos was, but I wish they would have at least gave a nod to it in this movie. Because, like... Well,
2: they were hunting the stones back then. It was different. He wasn't masquerading people. I'm not sure when he stopped. Well, he stopped masquerading people on, and, and switched over to hunting stones. But I don't think he was doing the same time, the same mission at the same time.
0: Okay. Right. So maybe that's true. I, I I really say that because I wish they would have introduced or spent more time on the Black Order because I really, I really find that. Was- I want to know about Mark Corvus Glave. Glave. Yeah. So like. I think that was a wasted opportunity because, like you know, in the comic books, they're so, they're way more interested in the comic books than just you know background father for Thanos in these movies or whatever. I just wanted some time with them. However, they could have gave it to me.
1: But I think that could have been the first one, not this one, because this one's already rolling. So I don't think it's a, it was time to let's do a background origin story on the Black Order. I mean, that should have been the first one when we first seen him, and he was rejoiced. We don't even I, so from my side of it. Didn't even know their names. I agree with y'all that we should have did some background on it, but and it wasn't needed. And you would have took a long movie and made it even longer. So I think in the first one, because me, the first one was lacking in a lot of things. We went over the last podcast, the Infinity Wars, and everyone was hooping hard about. I like this so much better. I think that's when you you do an intro on who these who those characters were and their powers, because we were we were learning their powers on the fly. Yeah.
0: So you know, Thanos waits. They come back to him. He gets the thing. So, at this point in the movie, he gets the gauntlet again. And he's about to snap. And, of course, Tony Stark comes in and saves the day, right? And now we have the nano that gauntlet. Is,
1: that is a real dumb down to that action scene. That's one of the best action scenes ever.
0: Well, you talk through it then.
1: I mean, let's not, let's not when he touched down, let's not just go over how Thor... Our Captain America was worthy enough to wield the hammer of Thor, and was using it with the shield. Let's not talk about when Avengers go when all the porters start opening.
0: Well, hold on, stop right there, uh, because the portals don't open until Tony get the gauntlet again, right? No, 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 no. my bad. No. Uh,
2: that was one of my favorite parts when you hear on your left, and then fucking uh, excuse me, <laughs> Steve Rogers is like uh, what? Like he, he like he catches him off guard for just a second, you know, and then he looks over and. You know, portals start opening, and then Falcon, you know, pops out of nowhere. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that, so awesome. sure. that was probably my favorite part of the movie. That one part on your left, like that, got me in the feels. Like I was like excited. That was everything. That's a perfect culmination point for me.
1: So let me fit
2: about So, Calhoun. on top of
1: that, you know how the
2: duck? I think was in one of those they showed. Yeah, he's in the lower right corner of when all the portals are opening and everyone's jumping through.
0: Yeah, So let's flip back. Yeah. Calhoun, you're right. Calhoun, you're right. I didn't do that part justice. Let's talk Captain America, Willing, um, Miramar. I always miss up the name of Thor's Hammer, so forgive me. Like, that was a payoff from which one was that Ultron where he where he showed he could kind of lift it, but you really didn't know if he could lift it or not. That was a payoff on that, and I thought that was a great payoff. I, yes. go ahead. Well, I
2: think it shows that Cap, like, it goes back to when he was trying to mess with in, in that in the movie, yes. I think it shows, like, how good of a guy Cap is. Right. That he knew he was worthy, and he picked it up and nudged it just enough, like, so Thor would be like, oh, crap. But he didn't pick it up in front of Thor to take that away from him. So I think he's known he's been able to wield it since then. Yeah. But that's just Cap. Think. Cap's the type of guy that want to do that in front of someone. Like he want to take that away from someone.
1: And That's why Steve Rogers was worth enough to get the serum.
2: Yes, yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> that's why. And, and you could see it. That, that battle scene was everything. Yeah, it was. They, awesome. And Thor was kicking everybody ass. You you ran up, you got beat up. That's what he was doing. <laughs> he worked everybody out.
0: So I think that. That scene was epic for, like you said, Aid Captain Rogers. Like, that That was actually, that probably was one of my top three favorite scenes in the movie. Like, that, Tony talking to his dad and kind of, and actually when Spider-Man came back and hugged Iron Man. That was when I got the feel. So, and when Spider-Man came back, because it reminded me of me and BJ, that, that gave me the feels when Spider-Man came back and you would just see Iron Man feeling like, hey, It was all worth it just to save Peter Parker. You know what I'm saying? That gave me the feels or whatever. But like you said, that battle scene was so epic. You seen Thor holding both of them. Hey Cap, you take this one. Then he goes and gets Stormbreaker. Like you like you said earlier, they did the (laughs) A4 scene. Like it was just so many good things about it. Let me ask y'all this. What did y'all think of Ms. Marvel's role in this part of?
2: I'm glad that she wasn't in it much. (laughs) That was all she needed. Yeah, exactly. She was just just
1: yeah, she's the last to the party, so we don't need... Exactly. To to her, she just know? had so a movie. Yeah, she just literally, like a month or two before this right. one, so we don't, we don't... All we needed her to do was do what she did. When he rained hellfire, they come through to destroy the show, and let's get back to the action. I'm glad they didn't have it where she come in and beat Thanos or something crazy. Yes, I'm glad. exactly. Yes, yes, yes. I ain't gonna lie. And,
0: I ain't gonna lie. I thought coming to the movie, I thought she was gonna be the one who snapping to undo everything. I was kind of worried about that. Y'all weren't worried about that? No, I
1: wasn't. Because you already told me who won in the comic book. It was Captain America and
0: Iron Man, right? Well, more Nebula than anybody else in the comic books. But I just, I just, I I was just surprised with, like you said, this whole feminist agenda. I think they did a good job of making everybody happy, right? They gave the women a love-love that made Captain Marvel strong or whatever. Like, she didn't appear weak against Thanos, and they gave women nods or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, like, as not just, you know, traditional women characters. So, I think they did a masterful job of walking that tightrope. But, like you guys said, they gave her the shine she deserved because she just had a movie. So, like, they just made her strong enough to where she, hey, you could know you know she was in the movie, but she definitely wasn't. She was cilantro in a taco. You know what I'm saying? Well, she did what we needed her to do. She went and saved
1: Tony out of space. Uh, when they had the meeting, she was like, "This is going on everywhere. I gotta be somewhere else. I can't just be on Earth." And all of us was like, "Good, get out of here." And then at the end, when he when she uh, came through and she did our part, and she was part of the all woman thing, so that was all. That was good. I like seeing Gwyneth Paltrow in the Iron Man suit, well, Iron Woman suit.
0: Oh, at the rescue suit.
1: Yeah. yeah, I like I like that because we seen her do a taste of it in Iron Man Three, right?
0: Yeah. I like seeing Valkyrie back against Valkyrie because I did like Valkyrie and Ragnarok so just seeing her get her little five seconds of shine that made I like that too over the over. So.
1: they did this movie masterfully yeah, they really did it masterfully and, and everyone got everyone got their shine they, you were seeing everybody so I, I like what they did
0: what was your favorite part of the battle scene?
1: Captain America with the hammer and working and when they was when they was double teaming, and then when everybody came through the portal. No. No. But that one scene when everybody was running up on Thanos and he was working everybody—that was another one. Like they was coming out of nowhere, he was beating everybody up.
0: Yeah, you have any more scenes you like in that battle scene thing than the battle scene? The best to me was the, the, the portal, and then yeah, when. Thor's
2: dual-wielding hammers. And then when he tosses
0: one to Captain America, he's like, ah, you take the little one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That was awesome. That was funny. Yeah. So, Fafel, they beat Thanos. Tony slips and, and gets the arm. Um, he makes the nano-gun. He snaps his fingers. And like classic villain, Thanos just goes sits down because he knows what's going to happen, right? And, of course, right. he, he vanishes away. And now, you know, the impact of what Tony did... It damn near killed Thanos at first, but it kills Tony here. Were you surprised? Were you surprised Tony died?
2: No, I mean Downey's contract was up, so I mean everyone was. I mean, I'm not, I mean, it, it, yeah, everyone. If you pay attention to the movies and the actors, everyone was speculating that he was going to die. So I was kind of expecting it. I just didn't know how. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I kind of figured it, Calhoun, i say you I kind of figured him and Steve Rogers were going to go out some type of way because Steve Rogers had basically said he was, you know, his contract was up and he was, you know, he loved it, but it was time to move it, on. They
2: both. Actually, yeah, it was, it was, to go on to your point, I actually thought more people were going to die. Yeah. I, I didn't think it was just him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I thought that too, because like like you said, in today's world, this this is where the internet kind of takes away from the movie because I think in pre-internet days, this shocks everybody, right? Like Tony Stark dies, we move on to a possibly another Captain America. Nobody would know that back 20, 25 years ago. But because of the internet and the speculation, you you kind of knew. you knew, If nothing else, you knew Steve Rogers was going to pass because he already said he was kind of time to move on. And you f- knew Tony Stark contract was, even though they kind of were mom on it, you knew his contract ran out, even though they were putting out false rumors that they were trying to redo his contract. So like, in this age of internet, I think it kind of took away from that. But you know, it was still kind of how he passed was kind of a shock. What about you, Calhoun?
1: Yeah, and I agree with both of you. Uh, the internet tainted it a little bit because you know you kept hearing rumors of Iron Man. You knew who contract was up, uh, but when he, of course, when he it, I still was like, I still didn't see it all the way, and I. But you knew it. They set it up perfectly because if it damn near killed Thanos, and it. And they almost killed a Hulk, then you know it has to kill Iron Man. So that has to happen. But I agree with uh, John. I thought more people was going to die. I was. We was trying to figure out who else because we was like, can't be Black Panther. They just did one move with him. Can't be Strange. It can't be Miss Marvel. Like, who else is going to go? I thought it was going to be more people. They could have went on here and took Al-Qaeda to go ahead and get him out of there. So, I mean, it was only two of them died. So that's actually good. That's a good rate. That's a good ratio. I thought
0: more. So if you look at this from outside of a movie standpoint and not a corporate standpoint, kind of the jail's point, the next person who takes up, you know, the next wave of Marvel movies, they have pretty much a full slate to play with. Minus Iron Man and Captain America. Right. So that probably was I think that was discussed in the boardroom it's like, hey, you know, kill off those two, but try not to kill off anybody else because we don't know how we'll use them in the future.
1: And everyone else only had like one. Line. Iron Man and Captain America. I've already did their movies. What they like three in? Yeah, two. In? I know Iron Man has three. You have the Captain America. and you have the Winter Soldier. Don't you have a third movie? And Civil War? Yeah,
2: yeah. So
0: they already ran their, They already <clears throat> ran their course. All right, so let's wrap up with this. What What was your what was, What would you get a movie? Calhoun, I go with you. I'll go first. I'll go first. I get a movie uh, 9.5 out of 10, but it's still grading on the curve. I don't think it's like I don't think it's top 5 movie of all time. Comic book movie of all time. But I think it's a really good movie. I think it's the perfect conclusion to what they're doing. Calhoun?
1: I really don't. I never understand when you say that. I really don't. If it can be the perfect conclusion to all these comic book movies, because we're not even counting D.C., let's be honest here. If it can be the perfect conclusion, it has to be in the top five, because it's a perfect conclusion.
0: Uh, it's just it. the perfect conclusion. you like the perfect dessert. Is that the best meal you ever Is that the best thing you ever had? No, but it's perfect dessert. It's a perfect conclusion to a good meal.
1: That's it. You can have, you can, there's some people around here going, I had a
0: cheesecake in New York, and I've never tasted anything like that. Is that the best thing you ever had? Yes people around who like, no, it's a piece, it's a lamb chop I had that tastes amazing. Well,
1: it can be that. but it, it can be all of that. It don't have to be dinner to be the best thing you ever had. It does not have to be dinner at all. And this was the icing on the cake. It was the cherry on top. It was the sprinkles. And it was the bellyache at the end. So
0: this what grade do you give?
1: I'm giving it a 10. I'm giving it 11 out
0: of 10. Jail, what you, Jail what you give it?
2: Uh, I'm gonna have to agree with him
0: and say 11 out of 10. <laughs> all right, so top five comic
1: book moves of all time. Not this more. So, Go ahead. I said this feels so good. I've been outmatched. Now. I'm, I'm happy you came. <laughs> I was outmatched the other day. <laughs> top
0: five. Top five moves of all time. Comic book moves. Go ahead, Calhoun.
1: This is not my one. I mean, are we doing just Marvel or comic book?
0: What y'all want to do?
2: Uh, it doesn't matter because mine's like it's easy. Mine's like Iron Man one, uh, Avengers one, uh, Captain America Civil War, and then probably uh, Infinity War and Endgame. <laughs>
0: No, we just doing Marvel, or the or No, them? that's
2: everything, though, and I loved Batman, and I loved the Joker, and, and I, I guess I'm just the, the guy that, like, my favorite thing is whatever's happening now. I love things that happened in the past, and those were good, but this is so much more than the things that happened in the past. This is better than those things, so I try to compare them fairly. I try not to let, like, nostalgia and my emotions weigh on what I choose, but this is a culmination of twenty one films. This is a twenty second film. Like it's amazing. Holy cow. It's never been done
0: before. Never been done. So It'll
2: probably will never be done uh, ever again.
0: So let me go ahead and do mine then regardless. Number one, Logan. I don't I, I don't, ah, I, don't, I, don't I don't think I ever take Logan off of number one. I haven't seen a movie That's that can talk. I, I haven't seen a movie that um It, it was
2: a great movie, but I mean that's not it's
0: not my top five. <laughs> I, I, I never my top ten. I never <laughs> see nothing. I never see nothing. The second one for me was the Dark Knight Returns, the Bang Batman. I thought that was just a masterful move. Like I loved everything about it. I think that was a good culmination to that series. Third was Captain America. I gotta
1: ask Jal I gotta ask Jill. I got I hate to discern. You like that one over the Dark Knight. You you agree with
2: that too, Joe? What what was it again? I'm sorry.
0: The Bane Bane one versus the one with the Joker. One more time, say it. I said I like the Bane Batman versus the Joker Batman, or the Nolan movies. The Bane
2: Batman versus the Joker Batman?
0: Yeah, out the Nolan movies, like the Dark Knight Returns over the Dark Knight.
2: Um, That's your prerogative. I mean, I I like the way, I guess, Bane was portrayed fairly well. I I mean, he wasn't like, he should have had venom hoses or something that made him, you know, he he could have puffed up when he wanted to, but. I mean, it's trying to be more real world, so I don't know. I mean, I like the joke. The reason why I really love the Joker is, once again, I was a soldier, right? So I love the theory that he's a soldier that has, like, PTSD. And that's why, like, when he's, you know, blowing up stuff, like, he doesn't jump. He doesn't pay – like, it doesn't phase him at all because he's used to it. He's been to combat. So him doing all this crazy stuff against the government, uh, it's pretty awesome. So I love it, but, I mean – I I prefer Joker over Bane, and then Avengers over DC
0: movies. Hey, actually, I'm just out, out of talking to you. I'm a reshuffle. My number two is Captain America: Civil War, and then my number three is The Dark Knight Returns. Like Captain America: Civil War is a great movie. Number Voice three. Choice. Number three is Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> number four is X Men: Days of Future Past, and my number five is Marvel Endgame. I, Avengers Endgame. I will put Endgame number five. Nah, no, I put X Two number five in the. X2 and Avengers type for number five. I love X2. Like that's for some reason that movie is just always going to be endearing to me.
2: That's so. why, because it's the nostalgia. Yeah, right? I, I can't. So I can't you know, let nostalgia and all those things play and judge it for what it is. There's no. There's nothing that compares to Avengers Endgame.
0: Endgame game game is a better move than x two so I put x two as an honorable mention but and x two and Black Panther honorable mentions I put Endgame game as number five, so those are my top five Calhoun, what are your thoughts on that before you get to your top five? I oh,
1: tired you, put endgame in game man we had a we did a podcast that didn't go so well he didn't even have an end game in his top five. <laughs> It was it was craziness. We almost had to shut the thing down. Oh, that I is, how could you dare even just do that to the to the whole? That was so disrespectful.
2: I need <laughs> so, to my Instagram, man. So if he starts acting up during this stuff, you can text me like, "Hey,
1: I got, I, I got <laughs> you. you got a reel with <laughs> me, and I'm happy because how you have Loki number one and don't have any game in your top five? Like they'll take your podcast, name.
2: All right? Seriously, why would a woman live on indoor? <laughs> it make, why it doesn't make sense it makes no take all his toys it's ridiculous
1: uh, in my list I gotta go number one I'm going Dark Knight if we're doing both of them Dark Knight is, man that movie Transcend Mark, comic book movies that thing was unbelievable the, the mind trip that he took you on is craziness everything that Joker did was so calculated for the greatest detective in the world to be a step behind him at every turn and the, the pure chaos he was creating, the way it starts. Let's not forget how it starts. It starts with Robin, where everyone killed a person next to him. That, it, that's the start of the movie, and it only goes up from there. So, Dark Knight is one. Endgame, to me, is number two. Yeah, Endgame, to me, is number two. I mean, you you know, we've talked about this movie for about an hour now. It's the cap of all the movies. And a lot of times, the third movie or the last movie don't get it right. Um, But they got this right. And to take that much information, that many movies, and and get this together, that's my number. My number two. The Future Past is my number three. It was my number two before Endgame. Um, Then I'll go Civil War. Uh, even though I'm not a big Captain America fan and all that kind of stuff, but I, I can't take no. I gotta, I gotta show some love. I gotta be real about it. Civil War, and then at the end when he find out, Bucky killed his mom. That was amazing. And then uh, my fifth one is gonna be Deadpool's. I, I'm a huge Deadpool fan, and uh, the comedy and the the, the action of it, it's all action and all laughs. Like it's a damn good time at the movies. Like I have out of all the movies, as much as I enjoyed them all, I had the most fun at Deadpool. So I got Deadpool pulling
0: number five. All right. Anything else y'all want to say about the end game before we wrap up?
2: Don't say it if you haven't seen that. If you've seen it, say it again. All right. And it's way better than you think it is.
1: Now, <laughs> yeah, Darren, I'm glad I didn't make the move. I'm, I'm glad you wasn't on the board. I'm glad they didn't make your vision on the move. I'm glad they didn't make <laughs>
2: Thank you guys for listening and make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend.